Hey, Nat Chow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. How's it going today? Pretty good. Yeah. I finally slept in for the first time in forever, so I oh, feel good. really good and Love a little delirious. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing is? What? Trying to sleep in and then two group chats go off at nine o'clock in the morning. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yep. <laughs> you know who the first one was in my family? <laughs> it was the second one, me. Yeah. <laughs> I replied No, I, I replied at like 6.30 in the morning. No, it's fine. Well, actually, that one didn't go, or at least I didn't hear that one go off. The one's at 10 o'clock. Woke me up a little bit. But then <laughs> I went back to sleep and then woke back up at 11. Because I'm good at that. Nice. Yeah. What what uh what things have you been watching lately? Some docs. Uh, I recently watched Little Miss Sumo on Netflix. Very short, consumable. Tell me about her. So it's about this woman who's like really into sumo wrestling in Japan. She's a Japanese woman in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does she go inside to go inside? <laughs> she, then she goes outside to go outside. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. And. <laughs> She's really into sumo wrestling, like it's been her whole life, and she wants to continue pursuing it professionally. And I didn't know that there were international female sumo competitions. I didn't know that there were female sumo wrestlers. That too. I had no idea. The more you know. And I didn't know that sumo was done outside of Japan either. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes like a little sense to have like little boutique sumo schools. That's true. You know, like the yeah. way that like karate came over and, and kung fu came over and like all that kind of stuff. That's true. And I don't see why it couldn't travel like yeah. other fighting styles yeah. do. It's always one of those things I've always thought there was like so much. It's interesting because there's so much history and mm-hmm. behind it. And it does seem very like one country centric. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about you? I watched the first episode of You last night. Ooh, how is that? I've heard good things about that show. It's inter- it's shot very interestingly. Like there's a lot of um there's like whip pans in there which you would associate more with like a rom-com or something more funny and like light, but it's obviously <laughs> not because it's about a stalker. Nice. So it's just a nice it was an interesting new new take for me. Uh-huh. Uh definitely don't trust any new people that I'll meet ever. Yeah. And I, that's only from the first episode. Can't wait to watch the rest of the season. Wow. To get even more paranoid. <laughs> that's how I feel whenever I watch like crime documentaries. I'm like, ah, oh, like she shouldn't have gone with that person. Or like, ah, oh, what is, I was like, uh, you, you know, you're watching something and you're like, dude, all the red flags are there. <laughs> right. How come you didn't see it? Oh, because I wouldn't see it either. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's very easy from the outside looking in. But yeah. <laughs> and I'm mad. I mean, they did this obviously on person on purpose but i'm mad that like the stock guy looks like a cool dude just like yeah. an everyday dude instead of like your typical creepy guy well because if you're going off of you know it obviously when you see someone your brain immediately judges like no matter who it is yeah and you always go into something with some t- type of bias but yeah I, I feel like um having a cool attractive guy as it just makes it scarier yeah <laughs> or just like somebody who looks approachable yeah you know instead of like you always know like that dude on the train like avoid that guy yeah but, like the guy who like checked you out at the bookstore like he might be just a normal person he's not turns out <laughs> yeah oh man be aware of what section you're in in the bookstore yeah. <laughs> also interesting is the main girl in it i worked with her like two years ago she was in a movie called unintended that we shot two-ish summers ago that's fun so it's interesting to see the people that like any movie that i've ever worked on i'm like oh this is just like a small like whatever like i'm not gonna watch it whatever although i've heard i don't remember i didn't actually get to see unintended but i didn't hear bad things about it so that's good 
That is good. But it's interesting to like work on a movie and see that person like two years later be like on like headlining their own show. That's interesting. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her go. Look at her. (laughs) But I don't really because I worked in the office and obviously she was on set all the time. But you were still involved. Yeah. (laughs) It's important stuff. She's she's my new um, my new closest step to my six degrees from Kevin Bacon. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll find my six degrees at some point. (laughs) But you know what else has six degrees? Season six, episode one of Game of Thrones. Heck yeah. The Red Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that this whole entire episode is going to be about Melisandre? Because <laughs> it's called The Red Woman? Yeah. <laughs> Not excited about that. <laughs> um, so we pick up where we left off mm-hmm. from the ending of last episode. So we hear ghost howling as we slowly zoom in on Jon Snow's body. His dead body. His dead body with blood still all the way around it. Yep. Davos hears all the commotion, goes outside and sees John, freaks out a little bit. Yep. I hand- would too. Handles it way better than I would. Oh, say I yeah. would be like hands up in the air like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. <laughs> ew, who do we call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> so then some other guys show up running to John and I guess these are the few guys who are still loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And they very haphazardly carry him inside. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem very safe. I mean, like if he's dead, he's dead. I get it. He but, can't like, feel it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, you know, like, if there was any good blood left in his body, I'm sure they just jangled it out. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know, he's a, a Johnsicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long has he been out there? A whole... It's been a whole in-between seasons. Yeah. You know? He's frozen. Yeah. How didn't he not turn into a zombie? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> then Davos asks the men, because now they're inside, Davos asks the men how many brothers they can trust and then asks if Ghost trusts them because they'll need all the help they can get. So Ghost is in there now acting as a guard dog. Malsandra comes knocking at the door and that's when I'm like oh she gonna bring him back yeah very convenient timing but she looks really upset and it's yeah. just a total 180 from her usual composed yeah. cool self yeah I forgot how much um like bad bitch energy she had yeah until she, I saw her not have it yeah and you're like oh is she okay yeah she's not <laughs> she's, not. <laughs> she's really not but she says that she saw him in the flames fighting at Winterfell and Davos says that he can't speak for the flames but John is gone damn so if she give her up her attitude yeah so she basically feels like she just bamboozled she's bamboozled she feels yeah yeah let down <laughs> by the lord of light you know yeah sucks so now later on there's a big meeting and alistair confesses to killing Jon snow and says that loyalty is the foundation from which the night's watch was built uh he says that you know john's decision to work with the wildlings would have been the end of us all and blah 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 he's getting everybody worked up for no reason i totally get his side he's very traditional yeah but i feel like if he were to have seen white walkers he definitely would change his mind and be like oh (laughs) and also if he respected the night's watch so much he would respect the lord commander yeah and if he was so traditional you know yeah but also john broke tradition he did which is why he's so up in arms yeah yeah so now we're back in the room with John. Yeah. Well, John's body. <laughs> and the guy with hair. Do you know his name? Ed. Ed. Okay. With two Ds. Yes. Ed with two Ds. Double D. Is talking to Davos <laughs> about how John was my friend and they butchered him. Now we return the favor. And Davos says something along the lines of like, uh, if you guys are hoping to see tomorrow, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> so no, no, no. Davos doesn't say that. Uh, Ed, Ed with two Ds says that. Yeah. And Davos is like, but I wanted to stay alive. But they're like, nah, we fight tonight. <laughs> so we took it right to 100 i mean the other guys took it there first 
Yeah. Revenge. Yeah. Revenge. Revenge. I like when Davos drops the um because they're thinking about plans and whatever. So Davos drops a you're not the only ones who owe your lives to Jon Snow. He's smart, man. Oh, I'm like Davos doing wildly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what else he says that I love too was that he says, you know, we need to fight, but we don't need to die. Oh, yeah. That's my level headed Onion King. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. He's so smart. So now we're at Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, Miranda is dead at this point. Ramsey you know how long it out. took me to remember her name? Actually, I <laughs> I had to go back and edit my notes because I remembered her name later. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I wrote, Ramsey is actually mourning crazy girl. Yeah. You weren't, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, is he, does he actually care about her? Or is he just upset that his toy got taken away? Ooh. And then he says, feed her to the hounds. He doesn't care or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. he doesn't care. No, he says, this is good meat. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> You're just mad. He seemed, a, he seemed a little torn. Yeah. He's like the but, Joker of Westeros. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Well, now Roos is congratulating Ramsay for defeating Stannis and says that he would reward any man who delivered the final blow. Well, joke's on you. It's a woman. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> yeah. So then Roos asks if he feels like a victor and then says that he rebelled against the crown to arrange his marriage to Sansa. And does he think that his little victory compares to the Lannister army that will come in whatever due time? And then I'm just like, wow, Roos. Okay, not everything is a competition. Yeah. You can like, let your son have one thing. He's like, good job, but like it wasn't that hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, not that I like either of them, but like let your son have one thing, you know? This battle was on easy mode. Yeah. <laughs> You think your problems are hard? Think about mine. Yeah. What I had to go through. Wow. Uh, you broke your wrist. Wow. Well, I broke my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, we love a one-upper, don't we? <laughs> oh. We also find out from this little chit-chat between Ramsey and Roos that the real reason Ramsey was made a Bolton is that Roos wants an heir from Sansa Stark. Yes. And that's his key to the North. Yeah, and if he doesn't get an heir, he's out of daddy's good graces. Yep. Oh. Then we find out that Roos is hoping for a boy from his wife. <laughs> and then I said, no wonder your son is a crazy monster. You literally throw him around every other day. He has no foundation. He yeah. has no idea what to do with himself. I wrote, I made a note saying that Ramsey's just going to get worse. Like you see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's any strands, they're going. Oh, for sure. But now we're with Theon and Sansa. And men are chasing them with dogs. Yep. And I'm just like, Brienne! <laughs> Brienne! Run faster! Where are you? <laughs> they get to a river and they have to cross it, but it's freezing. Sansa says she can't and she'll die if she crosses it. But Theon's like, no, we gotta go. Yeah. Like, fuck you gotta. Hypothermia. Yeah. <laughs> so then they cross the river and they find shelter under a tree, and Sansa is like, white. Yeah. So she's gonna catch something soon. Ooh. If she doesn't already have it. Yeah, right. So Theon uh, decides to run to lure the dogs away, immediately gets caught, and then the oh. dogs then catch uh, Sansa. Yep. And they're about to like grab her and go back. But then who shows up? Brienne! And Pod. Yes. And he's fighting on horseback. Yes. I'm so proud of him. Oh my God. He's learned. All of those lessons paid off. Oh. I'm so happy for him right now. Yeah. So they're doing the battle. They're fighting. Some guy gets killed, drops his sword, and Theon grabs his sword. And I'm like, is Theon back? And then he saves Podrick. He saves Podrick. Great. Whew. 
So after everyone's defeated, Brienne approaches Sansa and I started crying. Yeah. Because <laughs> Brienne does a whole like, I'm Brienne of whatever. I offer you my services. I will guard you till my dying day and yeah. blah, blah, she blah. She gives her her whole spiel. Sansa finally accepts her help. Yeah, right. But she, they have to do it in the, the official way. But Sansa is obviously frostbitten and not really remembering the actual script. So she's yeah. like, I accept you and whatever. And then Pod has to help her finish the oath. And I'm like, oh, this is so wholesome. We love Podrick. Yeah. I'm glad that he's there to help. I like that they add by the old gods and new. Very inclusive. Yes. Very open-minded. <laughs> really thinking ahead. Yes. So we go to King's Landing now. Cersei hears that a ship from Dorne has come. She rushes out excited. She's like, my baby's here. My baby. But then obviously she sees just a covered body. And she knows what that is. Yeah. So Marcella's dead. That's one more thing to fuck Cersei up. Yep. And then we cut to Cersei mourning Marcella and Jamie's with her and they're both talking. And I love the lighting in this scene. Just the stark contrast between the shadows and the lighting. They both dark. the lannister contrast um but they both just look so good in this scene they both look so good in this lighting Ooh, an artist oh i love it wow (laughs) and cersei brings up the whole crazy prophecy that she got from the witch way back in the day yeah i forgot that that was still relevant yeah and jamie is like yo fuck that witch and fuck everyone that's not us (laughs) it's me and you girl yeah me and you gets the world yeah (laughs) you know what's sad though Cersei was saying how she thought that, you know, just because she made Marcella, Marcella was good and sweet that she felt like, you know, she finally produced something good. I know. I got really sad. And she was like, no meanness, no jealousy, just good. I thought if I could make something good, maybe I wasn't such a monster. And I was like, oh. damn, can Cersei stop having one small redeeming quality? <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I like her. And I don't like sometimes I don't like her. And sometimes I like her. And this is one of those times when I like her. I think I almost respect her. Like, I don't know that I love her, but I definitely empathize for her. Yeah. One of my cousins, Cersei's her favorite character. Wow. She's like, I love her and I love to hate her. Oh, same. (laughs) I'm like, that's cute. That's a cute way to say it. (laughs) So then, good. We finally get to check in on Marjorie. (laughs) I've been concerned about her for eight episodes. How many has it been? She looks great. Yeah. Totally not disheveled at all. No. A nun is reading her some religious stuff and Marjorie asks to see her brother. The nun says to confess. Marjorie won't and says that she's the queen and she demands it. And the nun says, sinners don't make demands. They make confessions. And then she goes on to beat her with the book. Yeah, nuns. This nun doesn't care. She don't She don't this give a nun's, dang. <laughs> this nun is very dedicated to her job. Yeah. <laughs> then the high sparrow comes in and he essentially says the same thing. But in a nicer way, like if you confess, you can do whatever you want to do. And you'll be free. And she's like, but I have nothing to confess. So then he gets all up on his high horse and he's like, oh, so you're perfect. You have nothing to confess ever. And I was like, shut that up. I hate this guy. (laughs) F this guy. Yeah. Oh, you're pure. You have nothing wrong in your life. And I'm like, boy, what have you done? Yeah. You've just jailed all of these people for no reason. Yeah. Can't stand him. (laughs) He's the worst. Yeah. (laughs) So then, yeah, so she says that none of us are perfect. And then he's like, you're right. You're starting down the right path, but you have many miles to go. So just like, I'm just like, homie, just give her some water. Yeah, really. Let her drink something. Give her some sunlight. Yeah. Jeez. So now we cut to Dorne. Yeah. Uh, we're with Elaria and Prince Duran. Mm-hmm. Doran. Yep. God. Duran Duran. <laughs> Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same. 
he gets a tweet about Marcella's death, then just a whole nonsense ensues. Yep. Because her daughter is with them. She immediately stabs a, a guard in the back, and then Alaria stabs Doran. In the heart. Yeah. And she's such a badass. Yeah, she gives them like some dying speech about how, uh, you know, your people don't like you. They didn't. You're not connected to them. You haven't left this castle in years or whatever. She's bringing war back to Dorne. Hell yeah! And she's gonna go out a hero. <laughs> yep. And then we cut to Alaria's other daughters who kill Tristane. Yep. I screamed. Did you? The way oh, they killed the, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They surprised like, him. Ah! So what had happened was <laughs> Tristane was in his room, minding his own business. Two girls come in and they're like, we've come to kill you. Choose one of us to kill you. And he's like, I'll choose you. So he, let's say it's like A and B. He chooses B. So then they're about to like, they're circling each other, about to like spar and go off. And then A from behind Tristane just jabs him in the back of the head. Yep. With, with her, her spear. spear. Yeah, yeah, that was shocking. That was a little. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Also not fair. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no. I was going to say the sibling rivalry after that was so funny. The uh, uh, sister B goes, oh, you're such a selfish bitch. <laughs> because i guess she always takes the kills from her yeah <laughs> i see i can see it she's like i gotta rack up my kill count yeah but then the other one doesn't get to practice ever oh well get yeah, good. i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> get better at killing or whatever <laughs> be faster jeez marine yes Tyrion and varus are walking around marine they're surveying the city kind of to see like what's up and what's going on and how they can move forward with fixing things yep we see the graffiti, the old graffiti that said kill the masters, but mm-hmm. then under it is new one that says Misa is a master. Big yikes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we hear bells. People come running away from something and Tyrion and Varys go towards it because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we follow them and see that the ships in the harbor have all been set on fire. Yep. So no one's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. He yikes. I was sitting there and I was like, oh, they don't have firefighters. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, how did they do that stuff back then? They just grab buckets of water. Was it like the Unsullied that had to like manage all that stuff? Yeah, did they have to like grab buckets and throw water? I don't know. Would the salt water from the ocean like really help? I don't know. I don't know. But now we're in the mountains with Jar... I was going to say Jario. That'd be a really cute... (laughs) Can we call them that? Because I love them. Okay, so yeah, we're in the mountains with Jario. (laughs) That's Jorah and Dario in case you're just picking up on this now. Yes. They have found some charred bones in, from the dragon snack. Remember that time a while ago where Daenerys couldn't handle her dragon? Yes. So now Dario is asking Jorah why he keeps coming back. And Jorah's like, you know why. And you know what I think? Find somebody your own age, Jorah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> She's like 20. <laughs> what if he loves her in like a... Uh, he doesn't. A familial way. It's not. Uh, you know it's not. I know. <laughs> nice try, though. I hope. Because they bond over the whole, isn't it frustrating wanting somebody who doesn't want you back? Yeah, I know that feel. <laughs> Ouch. Thanks for reminding me, Dario. <laughs> Jario. Jario. <laughs> then Jora stops to check his grayscale, and it's finally like a little more spread out. It's taking up more of his forearm, but it really just looks like he needs lotion. It does. It sucks. It's like, you know, when you see um, looks like the thing. shots of the... Yeah, like the thing or like, you know, <laughs> desert desert floors that are just like cracked and dry. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So then they ride up to the dirt circle that the Jothraki made, which means you're right. It was the Jothraki. Very convenient that they found it. And right. It's all messed up grass. I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> you can't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> but then they uh, they get to the center of the ring or the center of the circle and they find the ring that Daenerys dropped. Like they so got then they're her. like, oh, my girl's been here. <laughs> 
she's around. <laughs> but then I guess I don't know what. I guess I just followed the horse tracks now. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Or just figure out because um, Dothraki are nomadic, right? So they, I guess they just have to follow their trail to wherever they stop and camp. Yeah. But we go from here right to those Dothraki. Yeah, we do. Daenerys is walking with them. Her hands are bound. She's a prisoner. And there's two Dothraki men having the grossest conversation about her. Yep. I did not appreciate any of this. Neither did I. <laughs> They're just talking about like, do you think the carpet matches the drapes? And like, she's a she's a, a white haired woman. So she that means she's evil and blah, blah, blah. And then like, I can't wait to have my time with her. Oh, but I'm going to have my time with her first too. And blah, blah, blah. And it's just like that kind of talk. Yeah, it's super gross. Yeah. And obviously she understands them. Yeah. And they're, they're calling her stupid and stuff because they think she can't understand them. Yeah. Ugh. So then we eventually, they all stop and we meet Cal Moro, mm-hmm. who's their leader. These people are all haters. Haterade. <laughs> yeah, really. Him, his wives, the other guys that yeah. are with him. They're all like talking so much smack about her. You know what's so funny though? What? In the scene, the call is like, what's better than seeing a beautiful woman naked for the first time? And, and then everyone else is like listing all these yeah. other things. They're like, well... Owning this land, doing this thing, killing this guy, blah, blah, blah. And then riding a horse. (laughs) Just riding a horse in general. (laughs) So then the call looks so annoying. He's like, okay, seeing a beautiful woman naked for the first time is among the top five amazing things you can see in life. And I was like, amazing. For the first time, does that mean every other time you're like jaded about a beautiful woman being naked? I guess so. This guy sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. How about you just appreciate your ladies and just be a be happy that one lets you see i don't know naked. what that means i don't get it Ugh, what a dick yeah i am so then this call goes to rip off daenerys's dress and she's like absolutely not yeah she pulled, pulls out her dothraki yes or that's what i meant yes <laughs> and she's like you will not be touching me yeah and then he gets surprised and everybody gets surprised because she's speaking dothraki and then um she essentially just says i will be doing none of those things i will not be giving you a child you are a joke no thank you yeah and then she says that she is called drogo's widow yeah i was gonna say mistress but that's not the right word no it's widow basically before she drops that they threaten he threatens to like rape her and and have her make him a son and whatever so we find out that being cal drogo's widow widow saves her from being touched by the men there which good <laughs> yeah isn't it amazing how fast your respect turns on and off for somebody like he had zero respect for her and then she says i'm called drogo's uh widow and he's like oh oh that means that no other man or dothraki is allowed to touch you ever i'm so sorry yeah it's like bro what wow you could just respect women no yeah how would we do that i mean they're in the desert they don't have respect women juice oh yeah that but, doesn't come with the sunlight yeah <laughs> so she's like okay so i'm gonna go and they're like, no, but you have to go to this place called Vase Dothrak because you're a widow. So you have to live out the rest of your days there. Yes. It's the temple of the Dosh Kaleen. Weak sauce. <laughs> it sucks. Oof. <laughs> they're like, you have to go live with the other widows. Yeah. Who makes these rules? The rest of her life, she has to go live with these <laughs> widows. awful. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> well, it's because no one can touch them again. So why would you, you know, why would they be in a man's presence if they can't be touched? <sighs> Come on, Soph. Use your brain. It's so annoying. Now we're in Bravos and Arya is still blind. Yes. She's sitting on some alleyway steps and she's just begging for money. And then we hear some men gossiping about not wanting to go to the brothel after what happened to that Kingsguard, you know? <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then that bitch who we don't like, who doesn't like Arya, comes out to fight her. Honestly. Which is so rude. So rude. And she's enjoying it way too much. She's totally kicking her ass. Yeah. She's like, stand and fight blind girl. And then Arya's like, I can't see. So this bitch goes, that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? In a fair fight, she would lose. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just like... This blindness is a new phenomenon for Arya. Like, at least give her a day or two to, you know, like... She has to figure out if she can, like, echolocate or something. Yeah. (laughs) So then, obviously, she beats Arya. And she's like, see you tomorrow. And I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) I'm going to come kick your ass tomorrow. (laughs) Three o'clock by the flagpole. Yeah. Be be there, be square. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I'm just wondering, it's like 1% sympathy too much to ask for no i don't think it is but (laughs) apparently in this world it is yeah so let's just cut to castle black yes alistair goes down to davos's room to be like hey can you guys come out or he says that yeah he'll grant amnesty to all the brothers who throw down arms by nightfall and will let davos travel south with no penalty how about we just throw down bro yeah uh (laughs) so then davos is like um but could you also just give me some food too because i'm not much of a hunter and alistair's like huh (laughs) <laughs> he's just trying to like throw him off yeah and it's working <laughs> so then alistair walks away and the men inside talk about what happens next they say that ed oh i did write his name down that <laughs> ed who went to go get the wildlings you know he's their only chance and davos is like him and the red woman yeah who is currently having some internal conflict yeah <laughs> but i was also i was i guess surprised or impressed that davos is finally coming around to Malisandra. i guess dire situations call for dire measures Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but yeah no malisandra's not having a good time now she's in a room she she looks pretty uh upset yeah i was saying she looks like pensive and like defeated kind of yeah so she removes her robe and her necklace and i don't know if this was just lighting or what but when she took her necklace off it changed colors yeah it stopped glowing yeah i didn't know if that was a lighting thing or on purpose no i think that was an on purpose thing okay and then we the camera pans back pans from the necklace back to her yeah but right before you get there i have a question okay did anybody in old timey time ever wear any kind of underwear (laughs) did that exist no (laughs) you were an underdress under your dress so then like no but like she was wearing what i want to say was like an outside layer so you're just really still just wearing one layer she doesn't get cold remember oh holes don't get established yeah (laughs) i forgot about that okay never mind (laughs) Back to the show. The Lord of Light keeps her warm or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's my faith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we go from the panic. The camera pans back over to her and... She is old. Old. She's like 150 years old. Old. Of all things, I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. So my first... Then, wait, go on, go on. Well, essentially, just to finish off the episode, she we she reveals that she's super old and then she goes to bed. So now I'm wondering, does she... Does she get, go to bed old every night or does she always wear the necklace? I don't think so because there was one when we were in Dragonstone, she was in bed and she was young. Ah. Oh. Hmm. So maybe she was just bummed out enough to be old again? I guess. To be her true <laughs> self? <laughs> so what was your question? Maybe the Lord of Light keeps her young. Maybe she, she's questioning her faith. She is probably like, I don't need this right now. Mm. Yeah. No, my thing was... um. So her her boobs were super droopy. Yes. They started in the middle of her torso. Yeah. So Is that I gonna was happen like, to us? I mean not me, because <laughs> luckily <laughs> not me. Like, like, this is like one of those things where I'm very insecure about my my breasts because I have a flat chest. Well mine are very small. Not flat. 
Well, they're very small. There's something there. But <laughs> give yourself a break. Okay. But they're small. And it's something I'm very insecure about. But then seeing that, I was like, oh, mine are going to stay perky my entire life. Good for you. <laughs> Nature's bra. Yeah. And now my other question is, not question, but so much as a um, an observation, mm-hmm. is that Malsandra is Fiona from Shrek. Yes. Right? <laughs> totally. Except she controls. Yeah, she can control when she does and doesn't turn into an ogre. Yeah. Fiona's like, oh, God, the sun. <laughs> <laughs> We have to stop now. We reference Shrek a lot. I love Shrek. It's such a great, great series. I need a hero. <laughs> Hold it up for... I don't know the words, actually. We can sing it later. Episode two. Home. Home. And we're... Who are we with? We're back in the tree with Bran. Oh, wow. We were just talking about him. We were wondering about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the floor working with the prophet, and it's a flashback. They're watching young Ned and Benjen train, Aww. and then Aunt Liana comes riding in. They were all so cute yeah yeah so then bran goes down to watch them better and then liana calls for willis to come over and it's young hodor so cute and he talks he talks oh but he's not allowed to train with them because he's just a stable boy and that's sad that is sad yeah i think i don't know who classism is it their grandma who like shoes hodor away it's some somebody old lady i mean they said non but that could have been for any old person Mm. (laughs) could have been the stable non could have (laughs) <laughs> so then they come back into their regular bodies now bran is back to normal uh and now there's a woman in the tree room that looks like a bird kind of i feel i don't remember if that was established last time it's been a full season since we've last seen him you know yeah right maybe was that the forest child oh maybe maybe with just a different look maybe so now <laughs> uh i'm also wondering where bran's friends are but then we cut right back to hodor and he brings um what's his face bran out to see mira yeah. Samir was just kind of sitting outside while Bran was warging. She's definitely still mourning jo- Jojen. Yeah. We have no clue how much time has passed for them. So we don't know still how fresh Jojen's- It could have been 20 years for as long as, as this time frame goes yeah. in this show. Ugh. We don't know. Awful. Bran comes out and is like trying to chit chat with her. Very ill timing. Tell me if I'm being ableist, but he's lying on the floor in a very pay me like a French girl way. <laughs> he does do that i know he doesn't have a choice on really how his legs sit but the way that he was just propping himself up it was just like "Ooh, i'm sexy i'm so chill yeah (laughs) but anyway yes back to the actual drama of the show yeah so he's talking to her about whatever and she kind of gives him a look and it's like all right bran chill out (laughs) so then bran signals for hodor to take him back inside because he's got more flashbacks to Uh, yeah to see i guess yeah and then a forest child comes out and tells Mira that, you know, he needs you. And she's like, oh, but he's just been doing all this stuff. It's the same every day. And she's like, there's going to come a time where he's not here anymore and he's going to need you. And she goes, oh, OK, so I, I guess. guess I'll wait. <laughs> it must be hard to be like the supporting character on somebody else's hero's journey. Yeah, right. You know, especially when you're not tight like that. Yeah. yeah. When you just met, your brother just died. Like if they were best friends, you'd be like, wow, I'm so proud of them. Yeah. But- they're not and she just lost her brother yeah whoop and i forgot they were in the super north right yeah because the camera pans away from her and we see like the landscape and there's nothing nothing and i'm like oh right north. everything the light touches though is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> yours <laughs> so now we're back to the wall yeah alistair says it's time to decide so there's a bunch of these guards outside i thought at first that they were guarding john's door but it's not because they're all pointed at john's door <laughs> The exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the best sense of uh, safety, I guess. (laughs) But so then 
Davos grabs John's sword and tells the guys um, apologies for what you're about to see, which I think is so fun. <laughs> so then they all get into fight mode, and then Alistair's guys hammer down the door, and then bang at the gates. Yeah. All the wildlings have shown up. Ed comes back. Yep. It's so funny. While they were hammering, I was like, Ed, please. <laughs> I was like, something's going to happen. What's going to happen? Ed. So then um, the guys try to fight the wildlings. And then the giant's there. And he just takes like three of them out right away. And then they're all like, oh, no, what? Well, I, I didn't want to fight you. I was, no. You? JK. No, I was open. <laughs> I was welcoming you in with my bows and arrows. Wow. Yeah. No. Do you, do you mind if I put this on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> no, you read that completely wrong. Yeah. Sil- You're so silly. <laughs> totally misinterpreted the yep. situation so then alistair gets arrested and then ollie tries to fight back because that poor boy is just so torn immediately runs at tormund who just is like nah yeah so he <laughs> just gets captured right away yeah so then they both get arrested and taken to the, the cages or wherever they go so then tormund goes up to see john's body and says to gather some wood and i'm like do not do that it yeah. is not the time yet we are not burning anyone no <laughs> <laughs> but now we cut to king's landing yeah, and we open on a guy talking about Cersei's literal walk of shame. Yep, he's telling the fake ass story. I know. I was like, as soon as we cut to him, I'm like, I'm about to get mad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already mad. I'm mad. <laughs> so he tells some story about how when she was doing her walk, he flashes penis out, and Cersei, seeing his dick, got happy. She wanted me so bad. Yeah. And he's like, you know, she didn't see, has never seen a bigger dick in her whole life and just keeps talking about his penis. And it's like, dude, shut up. I hate and you. And all your friends are like, la- like, how does, how do you, how do people believe that? Unless they're just laughing at him. I think they're just laughing at him. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So, I hope they don't believe that because it's not a believable I know, story. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was like 12 feet long, you know, like whatever, man, no big. It's awful. It's just how I be every day. Yeah. So he leaves to pee and then the mountain shows up behind him, totally smashes his head into the wall. Like a bug. Yeah. Nothing. Just Easy. No peasy. effort. Crazy. So then we cut to the mountain showing up at Cersei's room to like escort her to Marcella's funeral. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I really don't want to see him take his helmet off actually. I don't think he will. Good. Because yeah. not the, till the, he's handsome. The, yeah, I was going to say the little bit of flesh you can see around his eyes is like purple Zombie. blacky. Yeah. And I don't want to see a full face like of that. Like very Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you're right. So she tries to leave for some and then some guards show up saying that the king says that she should stay in the red keep for her own protection and she's like, "So you're barring me from seeing my own daughter's funeral?" Yeah. And they're like, yes they're like we we're following orders your son told us too i'm sorry yeah so now we're in the sept where the funeral happens uh tommen and jamie are standing over marcella's body tommen asks if they found prince tristane's killers yet uh he suspects it's his mother and then jamie says she wouldn't do that and tommen says she would (laughs) and i was like oh boy he's learning quick yeah so then jamie asks if he's mad at cersei and he says that they said if she ever stepped foot in the sept again dot 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 and then Jamie says that they'll never throw her in a cell while he's around. But Jamie won't be around forever. Yeah. He's got things to do. And what are you going to do? Fight them left-handed? Ooh. Mm. Well, as we saw in um, Enter the Dragon, he could just take his metal hand off and put on a bear claw. Oh, that's true. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just attach a sword. What's the problem? Yeah. Hello. 
<laughs> so then Jamie asks why, to- uh, not Tormund, Tommen hasn't gone to see his mother yet. And he says, when they took her and Marjorie, what did I do? When they paraded her down the street like a whore, what did I do? The king is supposed to protect the realm. And if I can't even protect my own mother and wife, then what good am I? You know who made those points three episodes ago? <laughs> Us. Yeah, he feels guilty that he didn't do anything. It's like, yeah, bro, you made that choice. Because you didn't do anything. Yeah. And now you feel like shit. Good. Yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm sorry. Like, he's a good boy. So, like, yeah. But also, like, do something. Yeah. So then the High Sparrow comes in to kill the mood. Yep. And I'm like, Jamie, please kill that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then Jamie dismisses Tommy to go see his mother so that they can have their, like, grown-up man-to-man talk. Yeah. Did you notice that they had, like, weird jars by Marcella's body? I did not notice that. I hope those are not her body fluids. Ooh. Because that will gross me out. That's weird. Why did you think about that? I don't know. Because they were like red. Oh. They like filled with red stuff. Maybe it was like happy juice. I don't know. Ah, gross. Like (laughs) have a good life in the afterlife juice. (laughs) So Jamie and the High Sparrow go back and forth for a little bit. And Jamie ends up threatening the High Sparrow. Nice. And then the High Sparrow says, you're going to spill blood in this sacred place. Kill me if you want. We're all sinners. And I'm like, bro, I'm so tired of how self-righteous you are. Yeah, kill him. (laughs) So then as he's saying like, oh, kill me if you must, then a bunch of sparrows come out of the shadows with weapons, which makes me think. So they're going to spill blood in this sacred place. So you're allowed to, but I can't. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Get that guy arrested. Yeah, really. So now we cut back to the Red Keep. Tommen has finally come to see Cersei and she asks what color the gown is. Like she's making like small talk with him just to yeah. act like it's not like a big thing. I love Cersei's dress mm. in this scene. Can't say I noticed so it. So good. It was so pretty. <laughs> My bad. I'll pay yeah. more attention to that next time. Oh, you should. Tommen apologizes for keeping her locked up and she says that she understands and she's glad to see him except that, you know, like, but what about my daughter? Yep. Ugh. So then he apologizes again and says that he should have never let that happen. She raised him to be a strong boy and he wasn't. So he wants her help. And she's like, always. And then they hug. Oh, yep. Little back to Marine. Tyrion and Varys and Missandei and Grey Worm are searching for whoever burnt the fleet. And no one knows yet. Astapor and Young Kai have stopped asking for aid because the masters have taken back the cities. Uh, So basically all of Slaver's Bay has returned to slavers except for Marine. The dragons, Tyrion is asking about this now, the dragons haven't eaten since Daenerys left. So Tyrion thinks that it's time that we uncage them and make them eat. Otherwise, they'll waste away. Wow. Because he read in a book once that once the dragons became domesticated, they became the size of like lizards. That's so weird. And like, what good is that? I guess it's like how fish get as big as the size of their bowl. Oh, yeah. That's fun. I guess so. (laughs) So then Tyrion also says that dragons have an affinity for their friends and rage for their enemies. And some dragons are smarter than humans, they say. So then he says that I'm their friend. And uh, I think it's time that we give them their supper. I think he just really likes dragons. I think he does. Yeah. (laughs) So then Tyrion and Varys go down to the dungeon where all the dragons are hanging out. And he walks just Tyrion because Varys is smarter than that. (laughs) Just Tyrion walks up to the dragons very, very slowly yeah. And then they wake up and they get to they get closer to him and he introduces himself and says, you know, when I was a young boy, I really wanted a dragon. He and he starts telling them this cute story. Yeah. It's just, aw. <laughs> and then he gets closer and closer as he's talking. And then he finally touches one and like it, they let him touch him. That's a big move. Yeah, right. I'm glad Tyrion didn't get eaten up right away. Because he's so small. Yeah. Compared to them. And then he takes the chain off of one of them. So then the other one, who is another smart boy. Is like, oh, me next. Yeah. <laughs> He just, like, gets his chain all ready. He's, like, pushing his neck over to Tyrion. (laughs) 
So then he walks away and he goes over to Varys and he's like, if I ever have a stupid idea like that again, just punch me in the face. Yeah. But the dragons walk away in like a different direction. So is there another exit? No, I think they just like went back to their room, so to say. Okay. <laughs> you know, like they came out to talk to the human and then they went back to yeah, where they like, where they know. They're like nap time. Yeah. Yeah. So then also, are you telling me that we just animated those really beautiful dragons in episode two? <laughs> so is the rest of the season going to be stick figure dragons? Totally. Ugh. What a waste. <laughs> They're going to look so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like half rendered. Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut back to Bravos and Arya. Yeah. That girl comes back to kick Arya's ass. Uh-huh. They fight for a little bit and then she disappears. And then Jockin shows up to give her a quiz. Yep. Is he magic? Because he's like, oh, a man can give a girl her eyes back. Yeah. I mean, he took her eyes away. Jockin, that's messed up. Yeah. That's rude. So essentially he says, he's testing her in the sense of like, what's a girl's name? Um, If a girl tells me her name, then I'll let her have dinner tonight. If a girl tells me her name, I'll let her sleep under a roof tonight. If a girl tells me her name, I'll give her her eyes back. Yeah. And every time she's smart and she says, a girl has no name. So then he's like, oh, she's smart now. So he's like, follow me. But then again, this blindness is new to her. So he doesn't tell her what direction he's going in. And he walks very quietly. Yeah. So she has to just like feel where he's going, I guess. Yeah. This way. Yeah. Right. Over here. And also, so Arya, so the first time that the mean girl came to fight Arya, she gave her like a staff. So they fought with the, with the staffs and Arya's been holding on to that ever since. But as she's walking away, I notice that my girl still isn't smart enough to use the staff as a walking stick. Listen. <laughs> I know she's dealing with a lot right now. She doesn't get to see blind people on TV like we do. Or, <laughs> or just in general using walking sticks. <laughs> All right, for game. <laughs> this is new new territory for she her. She could be the one to invent it. Yeah, right? Winterfell. Oh, God. We are on Roos and he finds out that the men who went after Sansa were all killed. Mm-hmm. Ramsey's there. This is Roose Ramsey, Lord Karstark's son, and they're talking about whatever. Ramsey suggests going to Castle Black and killing John because he's like, Sansa's going to go there. Roose basically responds with, are you out of your mind? <laughs> killing a Lord Commander? Are you an idiot? Yeah. He's like, you're going to turn the entire North against us. And you know what's funny is that the Lord Commander is already dead. Yeah. So. <laughs> they didn't get that tweet. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's been it's been under wraps for a while. Yeah. Bruce to Ramsey is very like, bro, you got to chill out. And Ramsey's very, I want to kill everyone who looks at me funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going or I'm not, man. Yeah. So a maester walks in and we find out Walda has given birth and that it's a boy. Yay. Yay. And Ramsey looks heartbroken. Good. Fuck him. Yeah. But also, uh-oh. <laughs> yes. So, and also, what is this timeline? Like, I know that there's been a whole season in between. Yeah. But we picked right back up after John got stabbed, right? But then suddenly it's been nine months for her to have a baby yeah so but um you don't announce that you're pregnant until like three months okay but that's still six months that's yeah <laughs> it's true you know yeah i'm maybe, just saying maybe people have like short-term pregnancies in winterfell i mean in, it's uh, so, so cold in westeros <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know yeah no that's true there's no way it's been nine months so that's really awkward ramsey embraces bruce and then he kills him? Yeah. He's like, congratulations, father. You're dead. Yeah. Dead. And I jumped. I was not expecting that. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, without Roos, Ramsey's going to get totally unhinged. I thought that Ramsey was going to go kill the baby first. Like, I didn't think that Roos was going to die. I thought he was just going to go murder the baby. Yeah. I'm wrong a lot. Yeah. 
It's hard to ju- it's hard to predict this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey ends up telling the maester to send a tweet stating that Bol- Roose Bolton has died by poisoning. Yep. So then he summons Walda and the baby. And I'm like, oh, geez, what's he going to do? Yeah, she just gave birth. She shouldn't move. Yeah. The maester's like, um, she literally just gave birth. And Ramsey's like, I'm a lord now? Yeah. And L- Lord Karstark and the maester are like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I think Karstark is like on his side. Oh, totally on his side because he hates the Starks. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now he's, so but now- the maester is totally scared of him. Yeah. yeah. Later on, we're outside and mom and baby come out to meet Ramsey. He has to hold the baby. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to happen right here. I was like, oh, no. Out in the open. I was totally expecting him to just spike the baby. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeet. Yeah, that's totally what I was expecting. But he gives the baby back and I was so scared. Yeah, I expect him. Have you seen that video? I don't remember if it's a Vine or a TikTok with babies holding a baby. And then he flips her. No. (laughs) So funny. That's what I was expecting to happen when he gave it back. (laughs) <laughs> threw it on the ground yeah <laughs> welcome to the real world but even better now yeah ramsey leads them to the kennels oh, so we know this game yeah unfortunately so he just continues to be the worst character in the world and <laughs> we're in the kennels now and she's asking where bolton is and can she go back inside because it's too cold for the baby and ramsey's like i am lord bolton and then she realizes what's gonna happen so she starts begging and she's like i'll go away like just let me go like this yeah. is your baby brother and he's like I prefer being an only child. And then he sicks the dogs on them. Yeah. And watching it, I was watching him because I'm like, you don't see any shred of any human emotion yeah. on him. That's Ugh. crazy acting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Hate that guy though. I wish she had a girl. <laughs> <laughs> They'd all be alive if she had a girl. Maybe 50-50 chance. You know. <laughs> what are the odds? I mean, it's it's Bolton's odds for being a bad dad. Yep true you know true he shouldn't have messed up with the first one yeah yep now we're back with theon he's bringing wood to podrick brienne is telling sans about Arya and the last time she saw her and then brienne asks what happens in winterfell sans says that she should have gone with her when she had the chance and brienne's like oh, we all make hard decisions sometimes yeah hard decisions she went through some pretty tough shit brienne yeah <laughs> damn it <laughs> okay but then sansa goes over to theon and he basically breaks up with her and i got really sad yeah i got really sad too I like actually like teared up a lot. Yeah. He justifies it with he can't go to Castle Black. He can't face John because yeah. he just feels so much guilt. Yeah. Because he betrayed their family so deeply. Yeah. And Sansa's like, well, if you join the the Brotherhood, like you're, all of your, your whatever's are forgiven. And it's like, I can't. But he could. He, I think he could. Maybe. But he decides he's going to go home. Yeah. So then we cut from that to the Iron Islands. Yep. To Yara... And their dad, Balon Greyjoy. Ah, that's his name. I just called him Bad Dad. <laughs> I did too for a while. And then I was like, oh yeah, his name's Balon. And then I went back and <laughs> again. So thorough. Huh? She's thorough. I try to be or else I'm going to read it and I'm going to say it. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so they lost, they're talking about how when they lost Deepwood Mott. And I felt like that was a long time ago. I so didn't even remember that that existed. Have they just been on that since? I don't... I guess. Does time move very differently for every character? Time is not a thing here. I guess not. We have babies, but Jon Snow is still dead, you know? Yeah. They're arguing he wants to take more lands, and she's... She's like, no, the war is over. We're done fighting. She's like, we're sea people. Yeah. (laughs) Let's stick to sea, not land. So let's see the water. Yeah. So he's just being a total dick about it. Yeah. 
So I just wanted to make this one comment because they're going off about the whole like, you know, I want more land. I don't want more land. And then um, he makes some comment about how, you know, but at least I don't go off mission and go, you know, get people killed while I'm off mission and blah, blah, blah. Wow. And she's like, I will not apologize for trying to save Theon. And then he says, well, where is Theon? And then she goes, where's your kingdom? And oh. I was like, oh. oh, she did that. She did it. Yeah. So he ends up leaving that room that they're in. And I guess he is leaving to go to another tower or to another room. But he's on a bridge outside in a storm. The most raggedy rope bridge I've ever seen. Yeah. So is that really how these people live? Yes. <laughs> they just they travel from tower to tower on a shitty bridge. Like, that's awful. Yeah. I hate that. No security. Yeah, it sucks. Think about their insurance. Horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> so someone else is on the bridge and we find out it's Balon's brother, who's a, re- a religious fella. And is much younger. Yeah, weirdly younger. Like 40 years younger than him. <laughs> and I wish we got a better look at him. Because I was like, is he handsome? You know what's wild, actually, is that it was like this really weird reveal. So, like, think about the longest rope bridge you've ever seen in your life, right? That's what this bridge is. So, Bad Dad is on one end. Brother's on the other end. And then apparently, I guess they could just hear each other over the water and the storm and the wind. Yeah. So then the brother goes something about like, or he just alludes to the fact that he's his brother and then like reveals his hood and it's supposed to be this big reveal. And I'm sitting there laughing because I'm like, in what world can you see that far away? Can you hear that far away? And that can you can tell that that's your brother that you're talking to? Yeah. And it was dark. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like didn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Believability. She's not there. Not in this season. No, not at all. They do some weird little banter and the brother says, you're in my way and throws Balon Greyjoy off the bridge. Yep. Which I thought they were on the water. I didn't expect all that height. No. So I was very surprised. So then we cut to Balon's funeral. Yep. And Yara looks totally different. She does. Yeah. I was like, she color her hair? Is this a new person? <laughs> she got a haircut. What's Same person. Here? Okay. Maybe different makeup. I don't know. Maybe. Her hair color is definitely different, though. Oh, maybe it's that then. Maybe. Different outfit? I don't know. But uh, the Ironborn Maester, he looks like he knows how you die. Huh. He's a very creepy looking old man. Mm. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's how I judge people. <laughs> they look like they know I could how I could die. <laughs> and then Yara says that she'll find out who did this and feed them to the sharks. And she swears it by the salt throne. Which is like, I think that's where we should sit. Yeah. The salt throne. <laughs> Bitch, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. So then the guy she's talking to says that the salt throne isn't hers to swear upon and it's up to the king or the something king or whatever to choose. So I guess that's like, this is the only place in Westeros or the kingdoms that we're in that isn't family based and is more law based. I guess it's also because she's a woman. Yeah, I mean that too. Yeah, <laughs> they're like you, but they nah. seem all—they all seem pretty chill with the idea that she could be a woman leader. That's true, which is interesting. Yeah, because I mean, she has been involved with leading war men. Yeah, <laughs> soldiers. There we go, and they respect her. <laughs> yep. Anyway, back to Melisandre. Yes, she's young. Yes, she's still moping. Yep. Yep. Davos comes to her to ask if she knows magic to bring John back, and she's like, "Well, I know it exists, but I don't have that." That's skill. not me. Yeah, she was like, me? No. So we find out that she has lost faith in her belief, and I actually feel really bad for her. Yeah, she confesses that she saw everything she saw in the flames was a lie and the great victory and and all of it. Yeah. And Davos, she says that Davos is right all along, and I was like, ooh. 
Yeah. And then he's like, girl, get it together. Yeah. We got to do something. My guy Davos is just holding the show together. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> but it's funny. When he was giving the pep talk, I was like, oh, how the turntables. Yeah, right? He says that he's not asking for the Lord of Light for help. He's asking the woman who showed him that miracles exist. And she says that she never had that gift. And he's like, have you ever tried, though? Yeah. What a great dad. Right? Aw. So now we're in John's room and Melisandre is tending to him. Mm -hmm. But it's she's very unconfident doing it. Yeah. And then my other question is that she's she's finally cleaning up all the dried blood off of his chest. Mm -hmm. So did the men not think to like clean him up at all? Um, no, because that's gay, I guess. <laughs> they could say no homo first and then clean him off. But like, like I get it in the sense of like, if you're just going to burn the body anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I've, I always, I don't know. I just thought like but your Lord Commander might, you know, command some more respect in death. Yeah. It's true. But they also had no intention of burning his body yet. So right. Exactly. Definitely cleaned it. It just seemed like weird that Melisandre was the first one to think about cleaning him off. Yeah. Super weird. But then I also wonder how clean they are in in the castle black uh definitely not very yeah <laughs> let's be real so she cleans the blood speaks in valerian cuts some of his hair throws it into a fire Cuts a lot of his hair yeah trims his beard a little bit yeah. washes his hair does like a whole thing it's very spa like yeah you know yeah you know who needs a spa day us <laughs> yeah <laughs> very badly <laughs> But now she has her hands on his chest and is doing more chanting, but she's repeating the same chant over and over again. And uh, spooky music is playing, and then he's not responsive, so we all give up. Yeah. She leaves, Tormund leaves, Davos is about to leave, then he does leave, and then it's just Ghost and John For a little bit. And then boom! Yeah. John Ghost wakes, wakes up. up, and then John wakes up. <gasps> Gasping. Wow. So now four characters in this world have the power to bring back the dead. Yes. Who are the other three? That um, that bandit guy. Yeah. Kyburn. Oh, Kyburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the the White Walker King. Oh yeah. Duh. <laughs> I watched the show. <laughs> I've been here the whole time watching it with you. <laughs> Duh. But that's it. Wow. John's awake now. So huh. now what? I guess she doesn't really care about Stannis, so she bring him back. Just kidding. True. He's not even like near her. How he's she, not even yeah. really worth redeeming. Damn. Oh. Ooh, ouch. Oh. Ow. I'm gonna. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to season six. I guess we only have two more seasons left. Yay. How are we gonna do season seven and eight? Because I've seen that those are like both seven episodes each, but those are long episodes. Um. We'll figure that out. Yeah. I'm just you know sprinkling that in there. Oh God. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get, I'm going to get better at saying thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, whether you're an old listener or a new listener. <laughs> and check us out on the social medias at Chowdy Media. Tell your friends to listen to us on all of the different platforms that you know all about. Yeah. That I don't. And visit our site. Hey, guess what? Chowdy Media is an LLC. Yay. So we're going to get like official soon. Super cool. Yeah. Working on all that. Maybe fun in stuff. like three years we'll finally make a website. In another five <laughs> years we'll make another video. You know. Great. Really, real chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, enjoy the week. We'll mm. see you next time. Bye. Bye.